Cafe Management is a company dedicated to empowering individuals and businesses in PR and marketing, social media management, online show and podcast production, business consulting, graphic design, photography and videography, workshops and classes, events management, personality development, logo creation, illustrations, and animation. In working together to turn their dreams into reality. Get one step closer to elevating yourself and your business by contacting hello at mathemanagement.com. Let us empower you. Welcome to another episode of In Love With Me, where we share amazing and inspiring individuals who share their journey and their life stories. As we celebrate women empowerment, this season will cover topics on how to win women's hearts, maybe it for themselves or the steps and actions one should make an effort for. Joining us today is a beautiful woman, a game changer in more ways than one, TV news analyst licensed private investigator, attorney, mediator, and of course, an empowered woman. Let's all welcome Karen Nance. Thank Hello, you for having Karen. me. There you go. <laughs> First and foremost, I do want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day being here with us and um, just showing your your light um, in many ways that you do. As I, I shared earlier, you wear many hats. Please um, share with everybody a little bit of your background, considering that they're meeting you for the first time here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. I've uh, had many hats, as you've said, and, and my journey was, was a, a, I would say, a, not crooked, but not straight. I um, was born in the San Francisco Bay Area and had an opportunity to go to college uh, here in Berkeley. And then I went to law school in Philadelphia, but it wasn't a straight shot in the sense that I applied to 14 different schools and was only accepted to, to one school and that was in Philadelphia. And so that was the beginning of, of just learning that uh, you have to persevere. I also didn't do well my first year. Mm -hmm. I had to repeat my whole first year of law school. So I, I want the message to get out to people that that we see at the end, right? We see people uh, with these labels and, and um, letters behind their name and think that, wow, they've accomplished so much. But mm -hmm. but it's the struggle and, and perseverance and, and the help of others. And that was what's most important for me. I had a lot of support and perseverance and love from, from my family and friends. Well, it's very timely because there's a lot of graduates that are celebrating, you know, saying goodbye to high school and perhaps even college. And I like the fact that you share that it doesn't matter, you know, about the titles. It's, it's the journey and how you persevere. And my gosh, you're even a private investigator now. So tell us about that journey. Um, being a lawyer is already something. <laughs> but being well, a private investigator is, whoa. <laughs> Well, I, I wanted to do something more with, with my career, and with my life. And so I was always fascinated by private investigators, more so than even attorneys. When you see these uh, amazing jobs with people on TV and I was like, I'd love to do that. That's something that I would like to do. And I, uh, 
studied and, and was able to pass the exam. And, and surprisingly, um, uh, another series of challenges um, uh, came to me at that point because uh, my first husband, the person I was married to at the time, I found out that he was actually cheating on me based on my investigation skills. And so I had to, to persevere past that. But that was something that... Um, you know, you know, you, you live and learn, right? And right. so I was able to get past that, but I'd love the opportunity to help people. I actually adopted my youngest son from Ethiopia when he was about six weeks old. So I'd love to do research and love to help people in many ways. And so that's why I wanted to, to study and pers uh, pursue um, being a private investigator as well as being an attorney. So what is the difference between a private investigator and a private detective? Well, I think that it depends on different states and different different areas of the world have different definitions. And sometimes people use them interchangeably. I see myself more as a private investigator okay. because I don't do uh, the super sleuthing in terms of uh, doing surveillance and that type of things. I do a lot of um, hands-on with uh, in investigating in terms of document searches, in terms of helping people, for example, trying to find their biological parents and that type of thing. And um, so I see in, in terms of a private um, investigator, that that's pretty much my role. It's more exciting, I think, to, to be super sleuth and, and go out and, and, and uh, uh, stake out homes and, and that type of thing. I think that that's fascinating. I, I don't have that skill set necessarily. So mine is pretty much uh, with investigating um, in terms of research. And so that's what I focus my attention on. I guess my next question answers it because you're an amazing mom to, uh, you mentioned about your son. Um, you changed from criminal defense attorney to a child support attorney. Was it because you were really wanting to have your child or, um, and then a private investigator? Am I answering your question? <laughs> I'll yeah, let you well, I, I um, shifted careers because I have a passion for children. I adore children. Uh, when I was in kindergarten, I thought I could have a hundred children. I just <laughs> love working with children. And so it was um, pretty much limiting for me being a, a criminal defense attorney. It was very sad and frustrating. I felt that I wasn't able to utilize my skills in terms of helping people like I wanted to. With child support, I actually was, my job was to help. I work for the government in, in the area I'm in, in terms of getting money to children um, that needed it, uh, either from the other parent um, that they didn't spend that much time with. But also I learned that there's, it's most important to make sure that there was a relationship between the child um, and the parent that they didn't spend that much time with, if, if at all. And so I spent a lot of my time trying to encourage um, in our in our area, we call it the custodial parent and the non-custodial parent, just to, because you're not in a relationship any longer with, with the person that helped create this child with you, it's important for the child to have a bond with, with both parents, if at all possible, especially if there's no uh, allegations of, of um, any type of abuse or, or harm that can come to the, the parent of the, of, the custodian, of the child. So that was my focus, is trying to make sure that a child had a well-rounded relationship, if, if at all possible, with both parents so that they could grow up feeling more confident and assured with themselves. And no 
knowing who they were and where they came from. Amazing. And we are really aligned because I too dreamt that I would have 12 children, you know, when I was in like third grade. And funny how I, I think, uh, you know, how the universe works and God works. I have six. So if they get married, actually, they'll be 12. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I actually was doing math the other night. Oh, I don't even think about that. I have a three-year-old, so that's a, a long way away, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I, I'm pretty sure, you know, the viewers and um, the community is, is really um, inspired of what you do because, you know, just from simple, um, well, no, it's not simple, uh, from a lawyer to a private investigator, you know, is, is really um, uh, – a huge range of things that you are doing. And my daughter and I were actually talking about what she will do for college. She's 14 and she did talk about law. So mm -hmm. I'm going to share this interview with her so she'll be more inspired. But, you know, being a private investigator, was there anything that surprised you during your career? I think that what the most surprising thing is that you have a certain impression, right? You get a case and and you're relying on the person that's hired you and they've represented that this is the situation. For example, uh, can you find out if my um, uh, significant other's cheating on me or that type of thing? So because that person's your client, you have to rely on the information provided. So I think the most surprising thing is that facts don't always turn out the way that um, they've been presented to you. And so you have to keep an open mind and at the same time, keep the confidences of your client. And so I I see myself more as a coach. And so I, I'd like to be in that, that range of, of work, um, understanding that it is frustrating. People want information, right? And, and you want to get to the bottom of it. It's, it's, so I use my mediation and my coaching skills to say, what is going to be best for you? I can get this information for you, whether um, the, the person that you want to pursue or you want me to pursue to see if they're doing something that, that is not in the line with what they've told you. But at the same time, where is that going to get you? And maybe the, the best, um, avenue in this case may be to try to talk to the person directly, meaning the, the client talk to the person that they're trying to get the information about. And, and the reality is that we all live in a, in, in a world where there's conflict. And the thing is, is how do we resolve the conflict in order to move forward in our lives? And so that's what I like to try to focus uh, attention on. But a lot of times the biggest surprise to get back to your, your question is that what information that the person wanted to obtain is not necessarily really what they what they intended to to achieve by asking or hiring a private investigator. It's a bigger issue than that, and that's what I try to walk them through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes when you ask for more, you actually get a whole different answer. But going back to my favorite topic, also children, you know. What do you think are some of the most important skills for a child advocate to have like you? I think to empower children, that's the most important thing. And to let them know that it's going to be a journey. Life is a journey and growth is a journey. And the more experiences that you can have, the better. I didn't go to a lot of camps uh, during the summer growing up. And, and I feel that that's one of the, the areas that I could really improve on. I'm really uncomfortable in new situations, even though I am a lawyer and a private investigator. And so I try to encourage my children I have a 30-year-old, almost 30-year-old, and, yeah. and now my uh, younger son is 18, to, to experience different 
uh, ways of life by different people. I've encouraged them to travel abroad, uh, going to um, different countries and, and seeing uh, what life is like so that they can understand who they are and also how they're going to react in different situations that they're not accustomed to. And I think in that sense, they're much more outgoing than I am and much more comfortable in new situations. So I would say making sure that they have as many different types of experiences and making sure obviously that they're safe and secure in those different experiences like camps or, or that type of thing. But that's something that I, I have found that's been very beneficial uh, with my children and wish I had that when I was growing up. Well, maybe that's the reason why uh, we went through our own challenges so that our children could understand better. Right. I always share that to my kids, too. And speaking of empowering children, uh, this episode will not be possible by uh, XOX SIS. Thank you, Yona. Let's take a look at this real quick, Karen. Every child has a right to play. Every child deserves a bright future. Every child has a right to be who they are. To express themselves. To laugh. To live peacefully. To live. Every child deserves to be loved. Welcome back, everyone. Of course, we have our beautiful special guest, Karen Nance here, who is sharing her inspiring journey and, of course, empowering us all. And speaking of that, Karen, I truly look up to you as an empowered woman. You know, just getting to know you with what you're sharing today. How do you feel about women, women's empowerment in today's society? I feel I'm so grateful to you and for you. It's the connections that we have. And, and I am here because of the WO3 program. And so I'm grateful to Tammy Relia and 
it's the connections that we have. I have to come back to that. And it's so inspiring to make those connections. I wouldn't be where I am, but for women that were supporting me. And so that's what I want to do is give back and do whatever I can to do that. I was so inspired by, by the book, The um, uh, Confidence and um, uh, Courage and Confidence. Yay. And so um, I've been reading through it and it just is so inspiring because we all go through our struggles and challenges and to know that people have been successful and managed to get through it and we're vulnerable in sharing. That was the most important and impressive thing to me that anybody at any time with the support of others can make their dreams come true. Wow, Karen, you just gave me chills. <laughs> Thank you for your support. <laughs> that was a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm sure my co-authors are happy to hear that. Uh, Hey, ladies. I mean, I've been here in California for a year now, so I know that um, our book has been uh, is, is spreading around the world and we're glad to touch uh, many lives, especially an empowered woman like you. It's true. You know, we're not alone and we have challenges each and every day, especially a mom, you know, and you as a career woman. And what, what could you say are the most challenging, I mean, for you in your shoes? And how do you overcome them, whether it's career, family, or as a whole? I think the most challenging thing is trying to make sure that one, you take care of yourself. But but as a woman, as a as a as a parent, the the um, urge, right? We want to take care of our children because they need us. And so it's balancing your work life, your your self-care, your care for your children. And, and if you have a significant other in your life or you want a significant other in your life is trying to balance and make sure that those things in your life that are most important to you, you have time for those things. And so, and those people that you love and, and not to mention, most of us have uh, a, a a job or 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 are self-employed where we're generating income and at the same time because it's our passion and hopefully we are working um, in areas of our passion we mm -hmm. tend to feel that we're spending too much time on that and not other things so I think it's the balance that's the hard part is to make sure that we're able to not only take care of ourselves and our children and our loved ones but also make a difference in the world right and so that to me is that is the hardest part is making sure that we take care of ourselves so that we can take care of all those things that we are passionate about Yes, thank you again. And of course, you know, my final question would be, what is your advice to others or maybe young women of today who would like to follow your journey to be an attorney, a private investigator, or just being an empowered woman? Well, I just say go for it. That's the first thing. And a lot of times we don't know how to get started. And I think the luxury of today, which I didn't have growing up, is the internet and, and yeah. YouTube and, and social media and your, your um, as well as the book, right? You have information that's on Instagram. So I think that people just need to just start putting in information of what types of jobs um, that they're interested in and, and you'll see the requirements and basically start there that don't feel intimidated 
because of what you don't know, because there's a world out there of information that you can ask people directly or just go straight to the internet. But I would encourage people to, to go on uh, social media sites like LinkedIn and just Google, for example, veterinarian, if that's something that they're interested in and yeah. connect with people that are, are veterinarians and ask questions to see if it's something that they want to do. So I think that their opportunities are endless for people and the ways to get information are also available. And I'm always available. Um, I have my website, karennance.com, and I encourage people to just contact me and I am available to answer any questions and direct people uh, to others. Um, I'm excited and always happy to do that. So I would say just keep the faith and reach out to people because there are many people such as yourself that are willing to help out. Exactly. And speaking of connection and staying connected, please do follow Karen at Karen F. Nance on her Instagram and uh, Karen mentioned earlier her website. So I have it here, all the information. So there's no excuses, guys. Um, but I do want to say thank you again, Karen, for being here. Thank you to all our sponsors, BUSA, Alaska Unlimited Skills Academy. Of course, the team at Mafe Management Consultancy, XOX SAS by Yona Signo, the Wellbeing Boost Program by Kimi Liu, the Community Hub by Mariah, Letting Go with Aloha, Karen Gibson, and Rising Filipinas, and of course, Send Wave. So we can talk on and on and on, and I would love to have Karen back again. Um, again, Karen, thank you so much for all the things you've shared today. And thank you to everyone for showing support and joining us. Marami salama to all our viewers. I hope you all have been deeply inspired by Karen's journey, her continuous journey. So if you have any questions, like I mentioned, go ahead and reach out to her. And don't forget to follow our social media accounts and turn on the notification bell for the next shows of In Love With Me series. Once again, I am Mafe Yunan Belasco, reminding you that your love should be shared and you should be proud of your own story to tell. Actions speak louder than words. And thank you again for your support. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You take care. All right. Okay. Mata, I'm Bianca Staworski, and I'm a Buddy Maya and Ukrainian woman. I operate Warrida Holistic Wellness, which is an international Indigenous social enterprise. Basically, what I do is decolonizing mental health and well-being. So many people came to me. They have been through all the mental health systems. They have been potentially institutionalised, medicated, and, and basically spat out the other end. And what I realised was that mental health, well-being, healing doesn't actually need to look like that. It can be outside. It can be in connection with country. It is in relationship with each other. And, and basically, women and all people innately know how to heal themselves. So what I do is support people to give them the space to heal on their own terms. As a buddy my woman, it was really important for me to, to bring in Indigenous healing practices in everything that I do. I mean, just listening, sitting in Ngari Gawanda, sitting in that deep listening, that deep inner listening, that is the bit that's so important. I think we've missed the message with 
the way people heal. We've got rising global crises with, our, with mental health conditions. What we're doing at the moment isn't working. This does. And it doesn't matter who you are, it works. Our indigenous healing practices uh, have efficacy, they're important, and they create change in our communities. Sandwave, tara, usap tayo. Go, Tito Boy! Ikaw pala ang app na gamit ang mga Pinoy abroad para magpadala ng pera sa Pinas. Pero, mapagkakatiwala ang kaba namin. Yes! Meron na po akong nearly a million users. Wow! Fees, fee-free, exchange rate. A very good exchange rate. Mabilis sumabagal. Super fast. Sobrang okay ka. Pati ako, magsesendwave na. Thank you, Tito Boy. Pero teka, fee-free ka nga ba talaga? Wala pong fees. Kabayan, send wave now na.